All right, prior to episode 18, welcome back everyone and welcome back to Cam, but a big welcome to Dave, who was our dad bod legend from episode three. Um, He's back to join the crew and hopefully kick off some excellent bands with us over the next 4,000 episodes. So yeah, welcome Dave and um, yeah, bring it on. Appreciate it. Dads, welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast where we celebrate the dad's whoops moments because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood. I'm Nick, married father of three, and I've mastered the art of installing kids' car seats. I'm Cam, sleep-deprived father of two, ready to send them off to a new home. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Dave, uh, father of one, soon to be two in the next couple of months. Um, Teacher and the boys were silly enough to have me back. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back, mate. (laughs) Uh, let's kick it off with a couple of dad jokes. Uh, Nick, I'm going to throw to you first. I always uh, enjoy yours as they come out. Right, I threw one out to the missus this afternoon and she doesn't usually laugh at my jokes, but this one got a wry smile, you know, the little <laughs> twitch in the corner of the mouth, so I'll, I'll pass, bust that one out. I did actually get Uber Eats the other day uh, delivered to work, but he delivered it with a dad joke slip. Nice, yeah. Oh, I loved it. The food was terrible, but I gave him a five-star for delivery. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no right, this is the real one I've got. So uh, a lad asked his war veteran dad if he ever got shot in the army. He said no, but in Vietnam he got shot in the leggy. <laughs> no, I, no, I got it. No, no idea. No. Did he get shot in the army? No, I got shot in the leggy. Oh. Fuck's sake. Wow, that's like ultimate dad level. Oh, I've gone from last week's, it's gone in, gone in 60 seconds, <laughs> gag to bloody that. Oh, that, one got a, that even got a giggle for me last week. I had to explain it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> Edit. Oh, uh, <laughs> retake, retake. retake. Uh, <laughs> right, I'll, I'll go mine. I don't know if it's been said. You know, you guys are up to a few, a few episodes, but. Um, 18, mate. 18. 18. I know. through. I know, you are. Um, What's a bear with no teeth? Mm-hmm. Gummy bear. <laughs> oh, mate, that, that rips it in class. <laughs> it works on high school kids. It's probably going to work on us. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Gummy, you got any, mate? Uh, I bought shoes from a drug dealer once. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. <laughs> That that's your, that's that your top actually, three. That that's top three cam right there. Oh, that is good. <laughs> now, don't forget, shout out to our podcast sponsor, Smashing Fibers Apparel. These legends have just decked us out with some more gear and we're loving our new running shorts. So don't forget to use the code SHIPSHITFREE at checkout for free shipping. Thanks, guys. Legends. Now, this week in fatherhood. Let's kick it off with uh, with this week in fatherhood with some great news for all men in Australia and the world that research is showing that five to ten beers a week reduces the risk of cardiovascular disease. You guys see this? Yeah, I didn't read yeah. it, actually. It, um, anything to support my uh, <laughs> nightly beers. Do you know what, though? If, is it five to ten standard drinks or five to ten of what we're drinking tonight, which is the 1.5 standards per can? It just said, said beers, didn't it? I reckon <laughs> it's, oh, we've got to go with beers. There's so. no specification. If you can have ten right. of these a, a week, I'm happy with that. That's... Oh, you're best off doing what I'm doing with my homebrew. Like, I don't really know the strength of it, so it still just counts, you know? It's just one. One beer is one. Exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> and if you do it in a toolie, it's still just one. Exactly, mate. It's only one bottle top. All right. <laughs> As any county beer, it's about bottle tops. <laughs> now, who doesn't love a, a few cans of their favourite nectar? Um, Ten beers a week does seem a bit skinny. Yeah. Um, but I will try it this week and get back to you guys. So <laughs> let, let me know if you guys do the same thing. Uh, but, yeah, it might be a nice time to buy an expensive carton of that craft beer you've been perving on and drink half of what you normally would. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, a, a carton of the two standard drink beers oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and drink, like, 10 instead of 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get your point. But once I get to that 5 or 10, I'm going to want to drink those other 5 or 10. <laughs> if you're still same, standing. In that same sitting <laughs> because it is so good. I'm always dubious about these studies. Usually it's one week it's saying red wine's great for your heart. The next yeah. week it's coffee. This time it's beer. I mean, I'll, I'm happily take them all, but everyone has different ideas and views on study. But these are the like the people who are drunk studiers. That's probably these guys. <laughs> They're like they were the guys who were out partying all through uni, like hundred percent. 
It's good. They're the ones we want to follow. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> exactly. I like that you said, Camp, you know, the wine one week, the beers the other, and the coffee. You know, like I like my week where I just combine all three of them. Mm. You know, so hopefully, isn't that what a sangria is? Chuck <laughs> <laughs> everything in a jug, nice, nice and strong. Yeah, you know, <laughs> bit of everything. <laughs> What's the favourite drop this week, Dave? What do you bought for us, mate? Uh, the uh, what is it? Zyto Brewing the Tropical Haze. Very, very yeah. good. It is a very nice drop. I saw a, a hemp one there tonight. I just, as I said, wasn't game to bring a shit beer tonight, boys. <laughs> but also no one's researched the effects of hemp and beer yet. So, uh, But I've had hemp and rum off oh. topic. Yep. Dead Man's Finger. Good drop. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Hemp, we'll hemp and rum. Yes. Yes, you will. Sold. Good. Now, uh, another bit of news, guys. We saw this week as well. So Blue Wiggle. The oldest and the OG, Anthony Field, he revealed his lifelong management of depression um, and something that I've seen him, you know, kind of open up a bit, a fair bit in the past. Um, yeah, very, very interesting to see and obviously good on him for speaking out um, because he certainly has a platform um, to reach a lot of dads especially. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, I know a few older gents who have gone through depression and I know that it's never been a thing to talk about. So like having someone of that age group to actually stand up and go, this is happening, this is how I dealt with it, this is how I'm still dealing with it is so good for just the older blokes. Like there's no 60-year-olds watching the Wiggles, I hope, but the, uh, yeah, <laughs> if the info's out there. <laughs> I bloody hope they're not. <laughs> but um, I said this to you guys early before we started recording. When you sent through this topic, I just thought you were piss-taking me. Like on my first show, hey, it's a blue wiggle. He's down like a dad joke. <laughs> Stitch him up! I thought it was. I thought there's a couple coming my way, which is fine. I get it. Um, but, yeah, it's it's awesome that he's come out and just shared all of his stories. I, I dived a bit deep into it, um, lost myself with it again because no people who, who are dealing with it um, – you know, older gents, but also blokes our age and younger. Yeah. And I see it through school now, you know, mm. 10, 12-year-olds who have got this. And he's come out, it started way back in high school for him. Mm. And he's been able to look up, you know, I guess deal with it in a way. And now he's at an age where he feels he's at a time to share all the experiences and hopefully educate all of us. So that's off to him. Yeah, 100%. But uh, not everyone loves talking to their mates about not feeling very well. So... Um, I figured this would be a great platform to like, we don't have like a billion listeners or anything, but anyone who is listening, who knows like an older person or even and anyone going through mental health or issues or uh, depression or anxiety or anything. Um, not everyone loves talking to their mates about it. Um, so there's some, there's some really great local services um, that I'd, I'm not going to name a heap of businesses on here, but I, I did actually speak to the GP lately about how to go about it. And um, the GP said, we have a massive list of like people, uh, trusted and, um, and good quality psychologists. Um, and there's a massive stigma around going to psychologists like you're crazy, especially that the older age group, Anthony Wiggle age group. Um, but they've got trusted people who have great reviews and everyone is entitled to 10, oh, a healthcare plan, one healthcare plan a year, which has 10 psychology appointments. And you get 88 bucks off the um, – this is all from yeah, the, the info from the yeah. doctors. But, yeah, so basically, yeah, there's an upfront cost. It's they're usually almost a couple of hundred um, per visit. But if you get the healthcare plan, you get like 90 bucks off. That's so, great, yeah. So you're yeah, saving like nine, almost 900 bucks a year if you use all 10 in the year. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's a great service. Um, so anyone listening, if you know someone uh, that who might be struggling, just tell them that. Tell Pretty them go, good, yeah. go to your GP. They'll give you a referral and well, a healthcare plan. It was a few weeks ago when we were chatting to to Tim. Um, yep. And he was talking about the importance of just going going and going to the doc and just getting that kind of regular just health checkout. Mm. But there's probably no reason why that side of it can't form a part of just your annual kind of checkup too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, ask about it. They just ask you some questions. I've been through it. I've, Have you? I've had a plan, yeah. Just went through a tough time when Pop passed away and, you know, life just became crazy. And I just sat there and I was like, no, I just want to go talk to someone. Went to the doc and she asked, asked me about 10 questions. The next minute she's like, cool, here's your, here's, your, here's your plan. And it was as simple as that. And it was it was good. I used probably about five sessions over a year and, Gave me some strategies to cope with stuff, and yeah, here I am. Was that face to face session? It was face, yeah, it was face yeah, it was yeah, prior to COVID. So yeah. 
Well, I know a lot of uh, businesses, uh, you know, mine's where I work, they do a they do a certain amount as well as just part of your employment plan. So yeah. I, I think a lot of it's just, you know, phone consults. Yep. But um, that service to have available in a lot of businesses seems to become in the norm as well these days. Yep. It's talking to someone you don't know, yeah. I think is what it is. You know, face-to-face was daunting to start. Mm. But on the phone now, like, you pick it up and it's just someone who gives you those strategies. I think it's all for already, you know. Yeah. So. And if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your family. Exactly. Because if it go, if it gets too too far gone, that's it could be. Well, no one wins then. Could be shocking. Mm-hmm. No one wins then. That's right. Um, so yeah, if you can take anything anything away from this, go see the doc if you're not feeling too good. Um, and same to your to your loved ones. Nice. Lovely. Now, this week in fatherhood, afterpay is now available in Australian <laughs> hospitality venues. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's dangerous. This is quite possibly the most irresponsible thing that's ever been done by the hospitality industry after allowing Sizzler to close its doors forever and cutting us off to their delicious cheese bread forever. Now, it can't be a good thing. Um, Like, imagine having a feed and a skin full of bloody these zytho-tropical ales. Like, these would be no less than six bucks each. You'd have a skin full of them. You're like, oh, no, let's get that. Like another another round of beers, like let's let's get lobster to, steak. Have to actually pay for it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, and that's the dangerous part because when you're looking at it, it's everything's cut into four equal payments, so you can now afford four times what you'd normally pay for a night out. Because you're like you're only paying the normal amount now, but then you've got four payments left. That's like, scary. That I is so scary. Like, most of the time, you can try and manage your money okay, but some people they'll clearly get it taken advantage of. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's afterpay is designed for those people who are who are struggling yep. with that one up front, one up front payment. So now this is just an invitation. To them go cool. Let's just go get shit face because we can pay it off in four times. Yeah, but not realise that hey, that bill's coming four more times. Yeah, you know. I think what Thanks. the issue is sometimes with these companies, the tech the tech advances so fast yep. that the government can't keep up. They can't make legislation fast enough, so that'll eventually come. But even before that point even happens, these companies will figure out another way to get around it. There's a good chance, though, if you've had kids, like you'd hope, you'd like to think so, but if you've had kids, there's a good chance you're not terrible with money. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a good, like, let's just hope there's a there's a good chance. Yeah, like we all make mistakes, um, but I'm sure at the end of the day, you, like hopefully you can pay your bills. Yeah. This is not great. And I think some people would argue that maybe like, oh, it's no different from having a credit card and throwing, yeah. throwing the round of beers on that kind of thing. But um I don't know. Seems a little misleading. That's what I mean by, um, like, responsible with money. People who have kids aren't going to take their credit card out yeah. and smash like a few hundred bucks on the bar. You'd think, like, some people would because it's yeah, a night out. The once like a year night out, yeah, or whatever it is. You catch up the boys and you Christmas, whatever. You might. You might rack up a grand. Yeah. That's no biggie. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be going home. I'd, I'd be taking the rest of the year to pay that off out of my own money. Drinks are on me, lads. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be living with you, mate. Um, oh, mate. Yeah. If you are bad with money and you're not really great with um, things like credit cards and you're worried about this afterpay thing, I'm no expert, obviously, um, but get a pen uh, because there's some great financial planners in the area um, and if you do one thing for your family, financial planner, it's going to save you a lot of time, money and stress. So a couple that I can think of, uh, well, I've actually Googled, is uh, My Wealth Solutions at Newstead, Qualia Wealth at Nunda. Otherwise, you can go to moneysmart.gov.au to find one that best fits you. What about uh, Stranger Danger? You know, oh, it's good never, topic. Never too early to teach your kids about stranger danger. Um, we've all seen the parenting expert Justin Colson on parental guidance now on Channel Channel Nine, I think it is. Yeah, a bit of a plug. I haven't watched that yet. We just started on the weekend. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't got it. Yeah, uh, is it any good? Yeah, we'll. we'll <laughs> it gets deadly as you're talking. There's oh. some interesting parenting yeah. styles on it. Okay, because yeah, this this was a staff room conversation. You know, yeah. being the only bloke in the staff room, and they're sitting there talking about this and like. Where's this footy talk? NFL guys, come on, no, nothing. And um, yeah, same. They they were talking big things about it, and even just from what they were saying, made me think about, hey, what's going on? But this this actually was the topic: the stranger danger. Mm. Um, and seeing what their responses were saying, hey, we, we've taught these kids who I think were what eight, nine, you know, old enough, yeah, should know. 
And to see this guy come up and go, like, hey, I've got some puppies. Hey, I've got some candy. And off they go. Yeah, quite yeah. confronting for the parents to just watch it. You yeah. see, no matter how many times you say it to your kids, it's still, oh, you know, it's they're still cra- kids. It's crazy. The first thing I, I yell out to, to, you know, Isla when she, you know, at the shops, is that's the thing, the game, you've all been there. She runs off on you. Like, hey, do not mm-hmm. run off me. You yeah. know, look at these people. You don't know these people. Yeah. You can't, don't, only to me. So, look, I think it's probably um, important. I said, Isla's too. What about you guys? When have you... When did you start speaking to your kids about it? Teaching your kids about it. Well, I actually read read into this a little bit um, because I was just so shocked and taken aback by the um, the Cleo Smith thing, mm. and I was like, "That kid is one of my kids' age. Like that is that hurts, you know." I'm so glad that she got found, but um, it all sort of came up from this incident. So he's he's sort of saying, "I've like read into this Justin bloke, and he's pushing that you should." Start teaching them about two years old. Mm, right. And the biggest thing I got out of it was that 90% of kidnapping or um, child neglect incidents come from people known to the family. Yeah, yeah. that's scary. It's, that's yeah. so scary. So, like, he's sort of mentioning things like um, teach your kid that your body, like teach them about, like, private parts and this is your body. Nobody goes near you unless you say yes no one touches you unless you say yes, and if you say no, they have to stop. And like little things like when when they're getting out of the bath, do you want to dry yourself tonight, mate? Do you want to get yourself dressed? Like start them real young. Like as soon as they can pull a pair of pants on, they should be should be dressing themselves. Like normalize it. Mm. Yeah. Don't go over the top with it. Like daddy's not dressing you. Like that's weird, you know. But like, do you want to dress? Do you want to dry dry yourself? Do you want to dress yourself? Where's your private? Show me your private parts. No, don't say show me your private parts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, these are your private yeah. parts. You, these are the parts that you, no one else touches. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah. That. That's, that's a something good point, that actually, because you, yeah. you think that, I don't know, maybe when they reach a certain age, we might talk about it then or school or something, but you don't realise how much they take in and how mm. much they understand the world around them. Uh, look, if you said school, I don't know if you're talking about school age or at school, but I don't know. It's been a while since I've been in that early years curriculum. I'm pretty sure there's not too much conversation about that either. Mm. And I think it needs to be. I think definitely when we were kids, you know, going through primary school and stuff like that, it was a big thing. Like I remember walking past houses down the street and it's like, oh, there's that little yellow yes. symbol, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Safety know, houses. Oh, I feel yeah. about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And But that was taught to us. Now it's just – now like, obviously it all falls on us as parents. And, yes, it's a big part. We're parents. That's what it's about. Mm. And having those conversations about what do you do? Now, especially, how do you teach a two-year-old? You know, our kids are practically yeah. all the same age yeah. to un- understand that or if something doesn't feel right, just scream. Or, you yeah. Know, yeah. You know what I mean? So, Look for mums with babies, I think, was another point he brought up. Yeah. Like yep. if you see a mum with kids or babies, go to them and say, help me. Mm. Yeah. Like, and that's, oh, yeah. that's a pretty fair point too. Really, yeah, that is a good point. Um, but yeah, it all comes down to trusting, sorry, creating like a trusting environment, safe environment at home. From a real young age, like they've got to know that you're the responsible one and you're safe, and you, they can tell you anything. But also, that they're going to be copying and judging everything we do. Yeah. So we've got to make sure that, like, I oh know I drop a million f bombs and it's it's terrible. Like, and it's the, the f bombs start creeping in, and you're like, ah, 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 don't, and they get the dad voice out. Oh, daddy said it. Oh, far out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they they do they copy everything we do. So we got to show that example at home by like. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, we're just well, having that conversation. Just the yeah. conversation, I guess. Exactly, yeah. you know. Normalising, you know, the, the chat mm. around it. Yeah. Yeah. But also not being afraid of every adult, you know. Don't be afraid. Like I've made the mistake one time of my kid was out. I'm not going to say which one. Like oh, it doesn't matter. No one knows them. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, one, one of the kids, one of the boys was outside, uh, out the front of the house, and he's like, no, no, not coming in, not coming in. I was like, all right. See ya. I walked in with the other two kids and I was like, watch out for the bad man. And I was like, oh, what have I just done? And, like, he screamed bloody murder and sprinted inside. And I was like, oh, no, what have I done? So now, like, I've been making an effort to make sure that they they don't think every adult or every man is like, oh, is he a bad man? No, no, he's like, yeah. Most people are really good people, but there are some people out there to like that want to do bad things. Yep. It's not it's not going to happen often but sometimes. But and you know what as well. I've I've, <laughs> I've written a lot about this because it's so like I'm something that I'm really passionate about. But um 
I'm really worried about taking innocence from them as well. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing because you're talking to them about this sort of stuff like like if someone pulls over on the side of the road while you're riding your bike, to, they might try and take – you're taking like a little chunk of innocence away from them. Yeah. But Same it, talking about the body, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. But at what point that is one. that small chunk of innocence compared to what yeah. a potential yeah. massive chunk of innocence that could be taken away? Exactly. So yeah. that's how I've been looking at it. Worst case scenario, yeah. yeah. So let's normalise it. Oh, well, I must admit um, – I'm going to continue to watch that parental guidance show, though, and I you know, encourage you guys to. There's some really interesting things on it around um, just allowing your kids to make decisions um, and to uh, have, you know, make the right choices. And I think sometimes we can just guide our kids and, you know, to the right choice. But, uh, yeah, so even just from the first episode, seeing how some of the parents operate and, um, just letting go of control. Obviously, sometimes it's quite hard, especially as a dad. Mm. So yeah, I'm um, keep keep checking it out, and um, maybe we can discuss some more next week. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to watch. A, I'm going to binge watch that tomorrow. Before we jump on the next topic, kids are at daycare. Yes. I've got a holiday starting soon. So yeah, we've yes. got a lot of kids on TV. We've got ten weeks of it. Um, what are the ages of the kids on the show? Oh, they're, they're all over the shop, to yeah. be honest, yeah. So they are. Uh, so as young as some of ours, like obviously yeah. what our youngest yeah, yeah. do, yeah. It's, and then probably like kind of two, three-year-olds. A lot of them are – some of them are like single single child families and some of them are five, yep. you know. So um, there's a real real mix. Yeah. Sort of range, okay. And right. there's all sorts of parenting styles. I'm, I'm certainly learning a lot. French Nouveau. What? Parenting <laughs> style apparently. Sounds like a type of baguette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's on that sandwich? I thought that was your Google search. I think basically <laughs> they just take their kid to cafes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, replace cafes with pubs because there's a couple of pubs around here that have playgrounds. Hey, I'm all for that. So I'm all about that at the moment. That's my thing at the moment. Yeah. It's like, let's just take the two kids there and have a – you guys you guys have a play. Daddy's just going to sit here and do some work. <laughs> the best ones are where once Schooner. they get to that age where they, you can just put them in, they've got that staff member there so you can kind of check them in. Uh, <laughs> like North Lakes Lee's got a little oh, nice. got this, this. You get a little buzzer. You get two hours in there or whatever. Oh, really? Yep. Like, not my problem anymore. <laughs> exactly. After two hours, your buzzing goes off. You've got to pick your kid up. Oh, you know? wow. so, that's the future. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's the future? Being an Uber driver for someone else's car as like a uh, DD. Okay. D- have you seen that going around? No. Is that an actual there thing? Is, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they pick you up and your car. Yes. They? That's yeah. amazing. Two, two people turn up. Especially with people with car seats. Yeah. Oh, oh what a oh. revolution. That is good. That is thinking. I can get on board with that. <laughs> Definitely. All right, let's uh, let's move on before this gets more out of hand. Um, let's get on to a bit of bloke stuff. So, dads, I actually put a message out today. I was a little bit disappointed with the uh, the replies I got because there was one reply. <laughs> good one. That was an excellent one. So what uh, did you buy and not tell your wife? Now, we got one reply and I was so impressed with it. It was the best because we've all been there. <laughs> Every sausage roll I buy from 7-Eleven on the way home from work. <laughs> Just before dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Who has not been there? You're lying. Yeah. <laughs> that quick little drive-through, like a Macca's trip. And yeah. like the cheeseburgers are a dollar or two dollars. I'd be like, oh, I'll just get a couple of these before dinner. Yeah, all the time. See, I really like the. Uh, Dave, you're not eating a... much, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just watching me wait, babe. This <laughs> dad boy's growing yeah. on me. So. <laughs> Sorry, can we? Oh, I just like trying to win over brownie points from the kids. Um, so if if I'm at if I'm at Macca's, literally get them a soft serve. I don't tell mum. <laughs> <laughs> But I've, I've heard some I've heard some stories of some folks buying all sorts of things and not telling their wives, even um, even just buying cars and um, saying, "Oh, by the way, we, this is what we've done as a family." Maybe that's something you should discuss with your partner. <laughs> yeah, maybe buying a car definitely. So I've got a story as well. Um, someone's actually sent this in, but it's it's going to stay anonymous for, for obvious reasons. But um, his boss uh, owns quite a sizable company. I'm not even going to say what their assets are, just in case. He gets a bit salty about it, but um, owns quite a few assets. He has sold or traded in a number of these assets to buy a very expensive model of one certain asset. Didn't tell his missus, but his missus is part of the business and found out when he was bragging to 
one of his workers about oh. this new expensive piece of kit. Caught <laughs> <laughs> out. That is doghouse territory if I've <laughs> ever just... seen it. <laughs> What's worse, telling the wife up front or finding out that way? You know what I, mean? I think like, it's that way. You have to, If you buy the bullet and tell them up front and come up with a solution, I'm, if, you're, if I'm telling my wife something like that, mm-hmm. you're on the front foot. If you yeah. can't go at her and say, well, this is how we're going to fix it though. Yeah. Well, this is what this is how much money it's going to make for our family. Yeah, and then then she's angry. Yeah, for sure. But it softens the blow. Yeah, definitely. It's not that. It's, it's not just deceit. <laughs> well, also, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get. I look apart from those sneaky, those sneaky um, sausage rolls and cheeseburgers and stuff like that. I don't think I've ever gone out and bought a big purchase without discussing the first. You know, a big purchase for me at the moment now with with the kids is is a carton. Maybe a sneaky bottle on the side, you know. (laughs) So, you know, that's that's definitely not. Chase doesn't know about the bottle. That's the big thing. No, it just stays in the car. (laughs) Goes for coffee. So, have a couple of shots of that down on the way down the street. Yeah, on on the way home. Dave, what have you been drinking with your cheeseburgers? (laughs) (laughs) Very Irish. (laughs) It would be Irish. Um, uh, all right, let's let's flip it around. Um, a bit more of a serious one about uh, to our dads and you know even mums out there too. But have you ever been so overwhelmed um, you thought you'd just not cut out for parenthood or as a dad? Jesus, a all the time, fucking <laughs> daily. Yeah, <laughs> daily, especially when I sit there and watch watch my wife of how amazing she is <laughs> and how she does it. And I'm sure the both of you are sitting here going, "Yep, yep." Your wife straight away just just blows away. But like on a serious, like I guess, have you and how did you deal with it? What did you do? Did you chat to a mate? Did you just suck it down and go? I'll start. The um, so I regularly so sometimes we get to a point where wife overwhelmed from work comes home to screaming kids overwhelmed extra. I've been with those screaming kids on my days off, so I'm overwhelmed, and then. She's overwhelmed, so I'm overwhelmed that she's overwhelmed. It's just like a snowballing shithouse effect. So you like you, you automatically you feel a bit defeated, um, like the dark thoughts sort of start coming in. You're like, Jesus Christ, would anyone even notice or care if I left this house and didn't come back? Like I've thought that heaps of times. Yeah. Like that's if you haven't thought it, thought that at some point in your fatherhood, you're a fucking unicorn. <laughs> You know what? I've you don't exist. <laughs> I've thought of going, driving, going to a hotel for the night, having a good night's sleep, and coming home. Mm. Like, you know, you're just like, oh, surely you could just do it for one night. Wife, <laughs> wife would be filthy, but okay. for your own mental health, it'd be great. Yeah. Nah. So, uh, the way I've overcome it in the past is I found from these experiences that you just need like a few minutes away from the kids. Just fucking get away from them. Like walk upstairs, or if you don't know upstairs, walk to a you study, lock the door, go for a shit. Don't even do a shit. Mm. Just go for a shit. Sit on your hide phone. Hide in the toilet. Hide in the toilet <laughs> for 20 minutes. Hide in the toilet. Are you done yet? Nah. Sorry. No, I'm not going into details. Um, yeah, so but basically if you're moving away from them, they're going to focus their energy on each other and if they're not beating the heck out of each other, they're going to be playing. So I've found that I just leave them alone, pull wife away and let them just play. Yeah. Like if they're going to beat on each other, we just sit in the background and let them do it. Obviously, it's not for the little girl, but if they the boys are going at it, we just let them go like to a certain extent. And if they start hurting each other, that's when you step in. But I've just left them alone, gone out of coffee, gone out of beer, gone to the toilet, found a project. So I'm uh, I like looking at. Oh, like, <laughs> I'm not very super handy, but like I've I've had things like little projects that need fixing at home. So like patching walls and fixing the whippersnapper and things like that. I've just sort of looked on YouTube and just escaped to the garage and yeah. started doing little things like that. Um, text the missus and say I'm going for a run when you get home, and or if she's home and it's a weekend, I'm just like I have to go for a run. Yeah, you go to the you go do you for an hour when I get back, but please, can I just, yeah. I'm just going for a run. But, yeah, all you need is a minute or two away. And um, the one thing I was thinking about when we talked about this, uh, when we um, I sent this out was we're all, we've all got kids two to six. So if you've got anyone under that age gap, I don't remember. <laughs> it's like I'm pretty sure when it got to that stage it was just like next time they're going for a sleep, I'm playing 45 minutes of FIFA. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's how I dealt with it, mate. Yeah. 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 See, we, um, we like to – just take one each when we get that bad. So we're like, 
if they're if we're all at each other, it's like, all right, you say that one, I'll take this one. Just literally separate ourselves, them, all that kind of thing, and that's kind of you know calms things down a bit. Um, but I I wonder, yeah, how do you do that when there's three, for example, or, or it's tough. You know, when people have four, that's not always an option. Mm. Um, but even like we talk about, um, you know, just this, this thought of not being cut out for it. The same thing exists in like the business world, basically called imposter syndrome. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. Um, basically, when yeah, you you believe that you you are talk a yourself bit of a into fraud, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for like working in a certain role, um, and that kind of creeps into to parenthood as well sometimes, especially in those. Uh, you know, first child, first few weeks, well, got no fucking clue. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I think you've got to embrace embrace that. That's kind of a normal feeling, and that's yep. okay. Um, and how a lot of people kind of counteract that in the in the business world is to um, kind of embrace it and kind of like uh, use that use that feeling to empower themselves to kind of okay, well, if I feel like fraud, how am I going to get around that? I'm going to try and educate myself more or learn more, that yeah. kind of thing. So you know, same can be said that, for this. Yeah. Yeah. It was exactly right. As a parent, you know, I feel like, oh, geez, I'm overwhelmed. I'm not doing – well, take it out. Like I find that sometimes when I'm overwhelmed, the best thing for me is to take either out. Yeah. And it's like it's probably the worst thing, you know, when you think about it. But I've just found that like – Bad at work or whatever it is, the weekend she's just and I'm just so busy, Mark. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Best thing for me is go drop it all. Let's go. We're Escape going to the park. four walls. You know what? We are going to the cafe. You yeah. know what? You love it, and I know you're going to be a rat bag up there. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's not in that. You know what I mean? It just gives me that tiny little bit out there. You know that. Oh, geez, ten minute walk to the cafe it gives me time to be 63. mindful. Yeah, this the cafe. Sixty-three. <laughs> Mate, Isla knows her order. She orders herself now. It's um. It's pretty bad. But those little things, you know, finding what works for you, yep. like you said, just walking away for that little bit. But for me, it's actually taking her with me yep. and walking away from that. Yep. Yeah. But um, I was going to add to this as well, like perfect example, oh, well, sorry, perfect chance to even reiterate that um, that healthcare plan thing, seeing a psychologist. There's no, there's never a thing wrong with going to see a psychologist. Like if if that those little things don't work and you can't find anything that helps, I've definitely considered going. Uh, and if if you've taken away anything from listening to previous episodes, it's like almost everyone has said, "Yeah, I saw the signs. Mm. Wife was struggling." And if you can see signs, act on them because there's no point looking back in two years, three years' time if you broken up or you've, you've left or whatever and you look back and go, yeah, I probably should have done that. What's the fucking point of that? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if, if reiterate that, go see your GP. I think it jumps on us though too as mates. Like if you see those signs in your yeah. mates because I, found, yeah. I fucking found it so hard sending it to myself. Yeah. It was obviously was, was Trace, the wife, just saying, you're just not you. You're not yourself, yeah. yeah. You're just not you. And I, then I started looking and then, then that thinking process starts and I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not that happy bloke at work anymore, you know. Something's playing on yeah, me. why is that? Yeah. And that just, it did, it just, it kick-started it. And it was awesome. But again, you know, like I just look around and same, it just, just a simple, hey, mate, how's things? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's that little conversation that's just perfect for, mm. they might not tell you anything, just needing just to talk to someone. Quick so, chat. Yeah. Look, I know we're, we're about to jump on to something else. But Cam, you spoke about that, that night away in a hotel. So on the holidays, I said to Trace, I said, look, it's been crazy. We knew Bub 2 was coming along. I said, congratulations, by the way, Dave. And I just said, you know, Trace, this holiday, I'm sorry, I'm really lazy, this is about me, but I'm disappearing for a night. I literally took my swag and my gazebo and I went up. The only only campground they took me that would answer my phone call was Beachmere. So I literally stayed a night in Beachmere, spent the day on Bribey driving, did that, set my swag, had a few beers, came back the next day at lunchtime. Outstanding. That's awesome. awesome. I, I did it for myself too. I was like, yeah. I wonder if I could be alone. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You're always surrounded by someone. And I did it. Your so. identity is now dad, so now you've changed and gone back to exactly. bare yeah. grills. Love it. So, yeah, it's, I can highly recommend it, boys. That's yeah. awesome. It's better than what my wife and I started doing. We were literally like, we'll just hide in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we, we know we're doing it, so it's like... Where are you? Are you hiding again? <laughs> Literally playing hide and seek with each other. Are you hiding yeah. again? Oh, I love that.
Well, we welcome back to the Shit Dad podcast. We have just covered some extremely deep topics with some extremely deep experiences. Probably the first time in 18 episodes we've actually gone deeper than shit talk. Shit, like, <laughs> shit talk. <laughs> so uh, now let's let's liven it up a little bit, and we're uh, we're going to go into the Shit Dad Sports Wrap. And welcome to the Shit Dad Sports Wrap, where we talk sports to people who have no fucking idea about sports. So, Cam. So, the Wallabies had a winning streak. So, Cam, what that means is... (laughs) (laughs) Why are you giving me something to read about sport? Basically, they, they beat Scotland, and my question is... Uh, so they've they've stopped a five match um, winning streak. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So um, in the rugby union, yes, rugby union. My question is: Is that a big deal? Is Scotland even good at rugby union? So, I'll, yeah, yeah no, go, Dave. Was, <laughs> it's probably a big deal for Australia getting to five matches in a row. <laughs> yeah, right. um, Especially wins. in this current state. Yeah, exactly. But also, the pro- it's probably more so the previous matches they who they beat. Right, they beat New Zealand. They beat South Africa. So they're the big, they're num- big, big names in in the rugby. Does and that re- make this even more embarrassing? Then? No, <laughs> no, not no, really. No, Scotland, Scotland again too. Like, like, and then obviously UK, all that great, great binary, They're all top rugby teams, except they're probably expected to go in and, and pants them yeah, almost right. a little bit. And after like those in, wins. In typical Aussie fashion, we've gone and blamed the referee as well. So <laughs> <laughs> that really doesn't help. <laughs> Some supporters just can't handle the loss, can they? Like, no matter what happened, they can't handle the loss. Like, Scotland played out of their skin. I watched the highlights. They were freaking amazing. Anyway, Australia just weren't great on the day, but that's it. They should still feel proud that they had a five-match winning streak. 100%. Good effort, lads. (laughs) Good good contribution to the sports chat, Cam. Nah, it's like they've got – it's a three-match tour of the UK or Great Britain or whatever they're going to call it. So they've got two two games to – like, and England's the next game. So they can – Straight back on the horse and, and yeah. have another big win. So um, further to, further into the sports chat, I want to update you guys on the T20 Cricket World Cup because I know how much you love cricket, Cam. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about how worried we were about Australia coming towards the Ashes. They've find, like they've come good and they're into the semifinals of the T20 Cricket World Cup. Excellent. Yes. Explain come good though. Well, Better than losing. <laughs> so, so beating Bangladesh? Yes. <laughs> We're talking to people who don't care about sports. They care about results. Just <laughs> put it into context, guys. <laughs> now, one interesting thing, because these, these are the kind of things that people who care, don't care about sports would like to listen to. One interesting thing is that the new batting coach for Pakistan, who we play in the semifinals, was a legendary Australian cricketer. Matty Hayden. Oh, I even I know him. Yeah. yeah. So he was in the team, the great team with um, Lang- uh, Langer. Yeah. 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 What's his first name again? Justin. Justin Langer. Yeah, sorry. So he was in, the, in that great Australian team with Justin Langer, like in the early 2000s, who were just unbeatable. And now Langer's coaching Australia and Matty Hayden is coaching batting coach for Pakistan. Oh. Can you imagine – their WhatsApp chat right now, <laughs> it would be lighting up. The bants. It would be <laughs> epic bants. It would be good. It would actually just be good to send a fly on the wall after a game, though, with yeah. those two. Yeah. No. So, you're saying, where, where, I don't even know where this is being played at the moment. It's like, like in the Middle East somewhere. Of course. Qatar. Yeah. Qatar. Okay. Qua- <laughs> okay. So imagine that. They're just in there afterwards too. And then just whoever loses. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. They're going to cop it. And they're not just going to cop it from the other person. They're going to cop it from all of their Australian teams yes. <laughs> yeah. that they play with. So, yeah. What's that, Bance, forever? Well, keeping it at the uh, Aussie theme, uh, Josh Giddy, shining. Hey? How about uh, Oklahoma City Thunder in a sport that I never seem to watch, but um, top five rookie of the MVP of the season? In basketball game. Yeah, I was just going to say I didn't understand yeah. a word of what you just said. So, no, look, don't worry. <laughs> I was speaking that and I didn't really know. <laughs> I was actually saying too much myself. <laughs> I mean, I like American sport, but I was like, uh, Davey, you having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. That yes. is a great yeah. sports team. Yeah. Yep. 
Yes, so, a powerful name. Yeah, yeah. But now, so what I like about this is Josh Giddy is like the, these younger guys are going over and playing their trade. Like they're not doing a a um a Hayne and going over and playing NFL when they don't really belong there. Yeah, but yeah. like they've they've started in Australia, they've gone over to the NBA, thinking like let's make a career of it, or they've been scouted or however they've got there, and they are just lighting it up mm. like. Um, obviously, we had a chat about Ben Simmons a couple of weeks ago about the mental health issues. So you just sort of hope that this guy is – because he's getting some big chat from some big names. So you're sort of thinking, I really hope that he can handle the hype mm. and he doesn't sort of go off the edge. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he's young too. Yeah. He's 19. Yeah. Like, he's 19 and he's up there. And Jesus. He was drafted. He was So sixth pick. I had a look at it too because, again, this is not my sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other two. <laughs> but he was the sixth pick. Overall, that's unreal. Round one, so an Aussie, yeah, and picked up against so know, good. The, about how many, you know, how many Americans would be there in that draft, and and to make it even better, he's killing it. Yeah, and like that, Paddy Mills who lit it up for Australia in the Olympics. Yeah. It was the Olympics, Com Games, Olympics, yeah, Olympics, Olympics. Yeah. yeah, just lit it up for Australia, and like he's gone over there, and he's the big chat over there at the moment as well because he's not a big name, but he's like that household name behind the big name now. Which is awesome to see, and you, you sort of hope um, Giddy gets the same yeah. sort of exposure. Yeah. So. You can imagine the pressure in the US would be so much yeah. more than here, massively. Oh, next level! Look at the money going through the NBA, mm. like the punting money on. Look at the punting money because that's how I see things now. <laughs> being the professional punter, no, I'm joking. <laughs> so basically, um, the you, if you look into the money in gambling over in America for the NBA compared to Australia and the NBL, that's all you have to look at. Like it's. Chalk and cheese. Oh, they, they play a lot of games too. I didn't oh, realise. fucking every day. Never what is. The- <laughs> I, can, I, don't I, don't think I, I don't think I could tell you when their season starts and finishes. No. Cool. Cool. It goes forever. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do that again? <laughs> that's all right. All right. Everybody, it's the moment you've been waiting for. It's the shit dad moment of the week. Woo! I think we need to build this up a bit more. We need to get more excited about this. Like, I, I G'd Cam up about it last week. So you got the edited version. Yeah. I revved him. He was like, okay, it's shit dad moment <laughs> of the week. I was like, fucking cheer up. I was like, yeah, it's shit dad moment. Even saying that, when I was listening to the last week's show, I was just sitting myself, just doing something with my headphones. And I was like, man, Cam's voice is just so calming. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just so calming. It's like, absolutely made for AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> Talk back. <laughs> old, being an old racist man. Uh, now, a few, few messages this week, which are really great. So thanks for sending those through. Don't forget to send them through. Obviously... Uh, any which way you want. We've got the Gmail account, shitdadpod at gmail.com. We've also got the Instagram account at shitdadpod. Uh, happy for you to send them through via text, but also would love if you want to send them through as an audio message and we'll play it on the pod. So the first message we've got is from Dan, uh, yet another of our fiery community uh, members. Uh, and a message from Dan says, Hey, fellas, loving the podcast. Great work. I had a shit dad moment this week. My three-year-old keeps taking her arms out of the car seat. So my wife and I play good cop, bad cop, or good cop, dad cop. As yes, we, sir. As we used to say. Now, recently we have had to resort to saying that if she doesn't put her arms back in, the police would take daddy to jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's excessive. I've used it. <laughs> Last week, I had her at the shops, and as we were getting to the car, my wife called. I forgot to clip her in. I got to the end of the car park, and I heard a blood-curdling scream, and little Miss Three started sobbing that Daddy was going to jail. <laughs> Needless to say, she has no intention of taking her arms out anymore. Good, Keep up the good work from Dan. Thanks, mate. Cheers, Dan. That's some great feedback, mate. Well played. Yep, and, uh, yeah, very good tactic. Yeah. We'll use. All right, so we actually have a voice message now. Yes. Uh, from Scotty Forrester. It's a friend of the show. Of the show. Yeah. Love it. So let's I'll play it, that. Let's put it through. So I wanted to share with you um, my stalker fanboy moment of the week last week. Um, took Hugo for a run in the morning, Sunday morning. We was heading around local area. As it is, Nick lives quite close to me as always and was there 
and I was listening to the podcast, had it on loud on my phone as a speaker so I could still hear Hugo in the pram if I needed to. Coming towards the end of my run, coming back home near our houses and Nick's voice just started getting louder and it was like an echo or something weird was happening with the speaker only for I realised I was actually running past Nick's house and while I was listening to the Shit Dad podcast and hearing Nick, I was also hearing Nick from his second floor window shouting at his boys because they were clearly doing something wrong and all I could hear was the good old dad voice with a, oi, get over here and something's going on. But I couldn't stop laughing as I ran past listening to the Shit Dad podcast and I could hear the Shit Dad from the podcast Shouting at his boys over <laughs> Might have been breakfast, might have been something else But it was a bloody hilarious moment to have And good value that I had to text Nick straight away Thanks Scotty boys. Appreciate that Scotty um, Just a bit of context there They were drawing on themselves in texter <laughs> Fair enough Just for the record <laughs> Nice Mate, that was hectic That was good <laughs> So yeah, thanks for that submission Scotty And uh, keep them coming guys now, I had a shit dad moment this week um, and it only came yesterday, thankfully. I was going to come in to be empty-handed again. This seems to be, seems to be happening the day of or the day before recording, which is perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. So um, took the kids, the two youngest, to um, Kmart to pick them up some Play-Doh because I didn't want a parent after a night shift. So throw a bit of Play-Doh on the table, all their shapes, they go off for like two hours. It's awesome. Now, the middle one, Mr. Mister Four, decided he wanted to roll on the side of the trolley like a stuntman. And I'm sitting there going, no, no, just just no, get in the trolley. I'd had enough by this stage. I'm like the, the fuse is short after a night shift and I just said, no, nah, had enough. Get in the trolley. No. Nah! I was like, look, whatever. Just don't touch anything. Stay close, whatever. It worked out perfectly because literally 30 seconds later, Little Miss 2 decided to climb out the other side of the trolley very slowly and carefully, so I was like, yeah, I'll let her go. I was like, yep, sweet as. So she's taken one step down, two steps down, let go of the trolley, and the trolley's gone slap, fallen straight on top of Mr. Four. <laughs> and in the middle of the shops, there was like 10, 15 people around me, and I'm just like horrendously embarrassed right now. And I was like, that's what you get when you don't do as you're told. <laughs> pulled him up, pulled the trolley up, pulled him up, got him like – Forcefully put them both in the trolley and I was like, that's it, no Play-Doh. Turned around and walked out and then I was like, no, nah, I feel bad. So I went back in and got the Play-Doh. So shit that moment. Let Yeah, let the trolley fall on the little fella. That would have hurt. Ah, oh, well, you're fucking doing the wrong thing. You don't do that once. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> I was just going to say, proper fall, trolley right on its side, him on his back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So like he, it, it was all, it was like a slow motion one. So yeah. it happens. It didn't like he didn't wasn't go head first onto yeah. this concrete floor and then the trolley come on top of him. He like, it was like one of the comedy, like it was just a comedy of errors. It all just sort of happened slow mo, like a comedy show, comedy skit. Uh, like I said, mate, uh, you know, you did warn. Yeah, you gave that advice. <laughs> you can only give dad advice once, and then it just turns into nagging. And I'm not a nag, so whatevs. Anyone else have a shit day moment this week? I'm pretty dry after my um, running into my fist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I want to put myself in or anything else. That was good. Uh, but I actually left this out of the context. Isla had a black eye for a good two weeks. Oh. Not because of it, but prior, she just she clashed it with this kid at the playground. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, I couldn't move fast enough. Like, short up, mate. She still had a little lump under her eye. And I just thought, oh, man, of course. Like she just got rid of that black eye and here I am <laughs> just giving her another one. So look, I am doing my very best to stop my shit dad moments. <laughs> very best. And this is why we got him on. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of us, one of us. <laughs> what about you, Cam? Yeah, no, nah, none for me no this shit week. Dad it's moments. been a um, surprisingly calm week for me this week. Nice. Well, let's move right into our final segment of the Shit Dad Podcast, episode 18. And it's something that we're going to replace the Mad Minute 30-second quiz this week. And we're bringing in It's a Knockout. So it's a little game that we're going to to play uh, when we're all together and we're going to alternate who picks the topic and the other two are just going to go for it, one answer for one answer, until someone can't can't answer it or they repeat themselves. All right, so I am going to use a couple of uh, bings for a right answer Mm -hmm. or a... Buzz out when you get it wrong. Yep. All right. 
Pretty simple, right? Yeah, except you put me up against the best wordsmiths here. So can talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> Righto. So the mad minute. Today's uh, sorry, it's not the mad minute. <laughs> it's a knockout. Uh, today's topic. Good start, Nick. Today's topic is Australian beers. Oh, you think so? Yeah, you do think so. But yeah, go for it, boys. So we're going to start with our guest, Dave. So when the klaxon goes. It's time. Start off with toys. 4X Gold. Coopers. 4X Bitter. Oh, we're going like that. Oh. I can't keep with the bings up. <laughs> <laughs> Zytho. 4X Dry. <laughs> All in brewery. Ooh, we're going breweries. VB. Carlton Mid. Carlton Dry. Oh. <laughs> oh, you said two is right. Stone of Wood. Mm. Bolter. Fuck me, I've made this too easy. <laughs> 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 I'm just going through the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's it going to be? This is, my brothers are going to kill me. Um, done. Oh. Yes, Camo! It's a knockout. It's a knockout. So Cam, with the maiden win of It's a Knockout, we've got to somehow uh, record this somewhere. But uh, <laughs> I should have been writing them down. I was like, memory, you said dry twice. <laughs> Fuck. I was just like, oh, Cam, with this thing. That's brilliant. Well done, guys. That's, so that's, uh, that's It's a Knockout. So let's move on. All right. Now, thanks again to Smashing Fibers Apparel. And don't forget to use the code when uh, purchasing online. Ship shit free at checkout for free shipping. Ship shit free. Get yourself some nice running shorts. Shorts for the, all the sports. Now, do we have any last words? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to say... We've, it was a really nice reminder to we've been talking about going to the doctor, having the checkups, yeah. you know, getting some referrals if you, if you need. So, um, and we, we we said how easy it is to get the checkups. I still haven't done one yet, and it is on my list to do. And we said, um, you know, how simple it can be to book it. So after this tonight, I'm gonna I'm gonna in a book it action, get, mate. Get in there and do it online. So action. See, Love I'm it. just scared of these these. Uh, <laughs> These checkups. Don't be scared, I mean, mate. No, when I say I'm scared, I'll put some context for you. Oh. So, like, okay, thanks, thanks, parents. Um, I've got shit eyesight. <laughs> I could potentially blood disorder, <laughs> heart disorders, melanoma, chins, all oh, these oh, things. Gee. So, like, there's a part of me that go, no, I don't want to go get that test that could find that defect in yeah. my heart or, you know, Do it for Isla, mate. And yeah. it is. So, I did get that. T- I, actually, last all those, I did get a blood test. Nice. And just got to get the results. But, it is that part. Like if you you think about it, you as a bloke, part of you goes, nah, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm yeah. fit. I'm not sick. You know. But look, I guess you like you do, Cam. Just get out. We we got to do it. Exactly. Now, last words from me. Uh, if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your family. If you notice a friend who's not themselves, let them know in a nicest possible way. Um, have a chat to them. Let them know the options. Family as well. Yourself as well. Make sure you you know that you can. You're eligible for these. Um, the GPs. Health healthcare plan uh, once a year, so go for it because um, it's better if you're not. Like I said, if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your family. But until next time, keep listening to the pod, working on your dad bod, and playing with your rod. See you next week for the kids. Yeah.